Hey, do you give a what people think? Of course you don't, because people like us do things like this. Hey, hello. Welcome to the People Like Us Do Things Like This podcast, a weekly exploration of the things that people like us might be into doing, being, hearing or knowing. I'm your host, Neil Humphrey, and this week, I don't care what you think, roll the audio. Hi, how are you doing? And thanks for joining me again. It's now episode three and... Uh, just generating a bit of a uh, bit of momentum here. Third weekly recording. It's a gorgeous, sunny. Uh, what is it? I guess it's. Well, it doesn't really matter what day it is. I'm recording on. All you need to know that it's sunny, and it's. <laughs> it's we've got a few days. This is our. This is our summer, basically, here in the UK. Um, it's nice weather, and I'm sitting fortunately in my cool flat as we record this. But hey. Why should you care? You know, I'm just uh, I'm just here chatting away with you. So this is um, this is an, an, this 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 week's episode was inspired by a bit of feedback that I got from one of my um, newsletter uh, subscribers, uh, Mara Thorne. Hello, Mara. Thank you for your inspiration. I did say I'd uh, I did think I'd give you a name check. So we were talking about. Um, maps and mapping and specifically I was talking about um, mapping the customer journey in the kind of in a business context and I use the analogy of a I use the analogy of a sat nav and if you want to read the blog you can do so uh, if you go to my website neilhumphrey.co.uk um, forward slash blog and it is the entry entitled turnaround where possible but like a just a little bit like roundabout where we came onto this concept of Stephen Covey's teachings and uh, guidance on paradigms. Uh, a paradigm is essentially a pattern or a model for something, and the idea that we as humans, um, our our paradigms are like these models of behaviour that we we live through, become the frame of reference that filters everything that we do and everything that we experience. That's essentially the, the, the lens through which we view our lives. Now, I read a book a couple of years ago, which I can, you know, I can kind of handle hard to say. It was kind of life altering. I always wondered what, what a life changing book might be. And you, know, you often hear people talk about life-changing amounts of money. I remember once kind of working out exactly how much would be the smallest amount of money that I'd need to have in my bank account at the moment in time to be considered a life-changing. And like, what would that life-changing, what would it need to be in order to change my life? Now, you have this idea when people talk about, you know, well, we talked about money there specifically, but the concept of life-changing you imagine it's kind of like fireworks and transformation and immediate and instant but actually in the case of a, a kind of this this book that's kind of changed my life um, I didn't suddenly become uh, a massive <laughs> like moment road to Damascus kind of heavens parting beam of light God's hand pointing down on me it's much more of a more kind of subtle more gradual change that book was called the subtle art of not giving up. Um, this is a 
This is a Safe for Work podcast. Um, F star C K. Uh, it's a counterintuitive way to leading a good life, written by Mark Manson, and it really, it really kind of shifted my frame of reference, my my paradigm, if you like, for life, because it basically boils down to the kind of thing that we have a limited amount of ox to give. Um, or things to care about. And we need to not be kind of nihilistic and kind of not care about anything or be indifferent to anything. We just have a limited amount of care to give. And so we just need to stop caring about too much stuff and concentrate on stuff that we know to be true, immediate and important to us. So one thing that really shifted for me was just to get off the whole thing about caring what other people think. And that has been the most powerful shift for me, I think, in, in the last couple of years. It's just like, I don't care what you think. Because I was just even, it's, it's such, it speaks so much of, of what's happening at the moment with the pervasive nature of social media. We are presented with this distorted view of what everybody else is doing. Uh, this this kind of fake lens of how brilliant my life is because look at me, here I am with my Lamborghini, here I am with my fancy clothes, my gorgeous girlfriend, my beautiful house. But maybe it's all just a facade. Or the way that you see you're like, I'm doing really well, but actually, we have no concept of all the crap that you might be dealing with internally, uh, behind the scenes. And so we get this distorted view of what's going on. And so what we need to do is, is stop caring so much about what other people think and focusing on what are the things that are important to us as individuals and or, or sort of allow our kind of mind space to be filled with only things that align with our personal values. Now, this kind of, it seems, <laughs> it seems ironic. And, and I think that this may be, sort of, I, I point out the fundamental inconsistency here, because obviously, as a new launched podcast, I do want people to listen to it. I want you to enjoy it. And I want you to feed back to me. Um, but what I don't really care about, and this is what's allowed me to do this podcast, I guess it's given me the impetus to do this podcast, is that I don't actually care if anybody likes it. I don't care if anybody listens to it. And, and actually, that's quite liberating. It seems counterintuitive, but it's taken me this long to get around to that point where I, I like the process of of making podcasts. I like the process of recording. I like the process of kind of uh, stream of consciousness thought and sharing ideas and sort of going through stuff in my head and getting out there. And hopefully it will be heard by people for whom it resonates. And if you don't like it, just switch off. If you don't like, don't even, don't even click play. <laughs> don't 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 even don't even bother because it's not for you. But if it is, you will find a way of hearing about it. Um, I want to say a quick thank you to 
oh, one of my listeners, one of my listeners who has actually fed back on Anchor itself, um, on the platform itself. You can you can leave a little voice messages, which is really nice sort of immediate way of, of feeding back. Um, it was fortunately, it was a thank you message from uh, Roland Millard. Thank you very much for your message. Um, it's not like someone's like sending me abuse. Um, but even then it's like, I don't care. But it's, it's very easy to care. And it's very easy to get sucked in and, and, and made to feel that everything's going wrong and you can lie in your bed at night, sitting awake, worrying. But this whole thing about what worrying is such a futile exercise. Um, I remember coming across this this beautifully simple flowchart um, once. It's very simple things like, do you have a problem? Yes or no? And it's like, if it's no, don't worry. And it's like, if it's yes, can you do something about it? Yes or no? Um, and if the answer is no, don't worry about it. And if the answer is yes do something about it and don't worry about it. So basically the option is like, whatever the situation is like, don't worry about it. Because if you can do something about it, do something about it. If you can't, then just have to accept it. Because personally, um, I think, I mean, I mentioned earlier on about this thing about the, the loving the process of, of the podcasting thing. Um, I've, I've started to kind of get into a habit now of, I've started doing the weekly podcast, I've started writing a weekly blog article and sending out to email. And it's something that I've, I've, I enjoy, I'm starting to enjoy the process. I don't care whether I'm gonna get a, a massive audience for it. I don't care whether it's gonna make me massively wealthy. I don't care if no one listens to it. But what I do know is that the act of, of practicing and keeping up the discipline and the consistency will only ever make my skill as a writer, as a, as a podcaster, it will only make it better. And then I will have an opportunity to share an idea with an audience that resonates. I'll be able to reach more people. Um, hopefully it will get shared and then it'll start turning into something but the point is that even if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So I think that, and, and this is mirrored in, in the book, that we are, we're all going through kind of like an existential crisis at the moment. I, I do believe it must be really difficult uh, growing up now in this, in this 21st century world because you've got nothing to compare it against because I am fortunate enough now, kind of sort of late 40s, to be one of the people or for, of a generation of people who remembers what it was like kind of pre-social media, pre-ubiquitous um, mobile phones. And, you know, we, we managed, you know, and it's, it's not like looking through things through the rose-tinted glasses, but I just think about so much of the stuff or so many times where I've being caught up, tied up in knots, worrying about what people will think. You know, what will they think if um, I do this? What will they think if I say, I don't want to cause offence. But actually, the thing is that if someone's going to take offence, they're, they're going to take offence anyway. Um, I think, I'm not saying that you need to be deliberately offensive, but not, not holding back and not kind of restricting yourself just because you're fearful of what other people might think. Because you can't really control that. Um, so 
<laughs> I was just, uh, you know, just thinking about Kwani and what you say. Um, it just reminded me of this this joke that I, I read. One of my favourite. Oh, that's really helpful. I have to stop there. And we're back in the room. Yes, it, uh, it turned out that uh, my neighbour decided that he would uh, start drilling holes in the wall just in the middle of my recording. But, uh, you know, he doesn't. He didn't know that I was recording a podcast. Um, at least it wasn't live. At least I could stop. Um, I don't really care. He's maybe now got some nice shelves up on the wall. And it didn't really <laughs> ruin my day. I think there was a time. There was a time when that would have got me really upset. But, uh, hey, you know. These things happen. We're all living our own lives. So I was just, uh, I was just teeing up a, a joke about, <laughs> it's like an interview situation. Um, the interviewer asks the job pros, uh, job candidate, um, what's your biggest weakness? And they reply, um, my biggest weakness is I, I'm too honest. And they say, well, that's not exactly, uh, it's not exactly a weakness, is it? And he goes, I don't give a toss what you think. So there we go. I think it's the delivery. <laughs> it's the delivery. It's all in the delivery. It's always in the delivery, but hey, I don't really care. So we've just kind of recap on the throw without that rude interruption. Um, we're uh, our frame of reference, our, our paradigm, which is the lens through which we view the world, um, that we only have a a, a limited amount of care that we can extend, expend on things. So it makes sense that we should only care about things that align with our our kind of personal values. Um, it's not suggesting that we should somehow become nihilistic and and kind of sociopaths and not care about anything. Um, but what we should do and can do is to see that sometimes by shifting our perspective. Um, by focusing on things that are important and not sweating the small stuff, our life can be much better. Uh, so a great story um, I read on the blog just recently that Bill Gates is gifting every single um, graduating student, high school graduate um, in the US this summer, he's gifting them a copy of a book called Factfulness, which I think is is a really kind of altruistic thing to do because this book um, it's on my it's on my reading list next up on my reading list uh, it is basically saying that things aren't as bad as we might be led to believe um, and that is backed up by fact and science and I think that it's very easy to think and, and believe that everything's like everything's going to hell in a handcart because of what we are fed. And I think that this idea of actually feeding everything through, an, a, through a filter um, of, of perception will make it much easier for us to exist as kind of calm, rational people. Um, so I'd like to kind of just wind up, if I may, with, with kind of looking at a couple of themes from the book. I can highly recommend you have a read of uh, the book by Mark Manson. A um, couple of things that, that we can use in our lives. Uh, stop worrying so much 
about what other people think and just get on with it. Um, it's a bit of a kind of trite truism, but that's the kind of like dance like no one's watching. Um, because I think, I don't know whether this comes from age, but uh, and, and whether that's kind of confidence. Yes, we are all at some point, we, we struggle with confidence. Um, and there are so many things that that impact that, and and I'm sure we can we will explore that in an, in another episode. Um, but we've also got this this idea that if you if you live your life in fear of judgment, then you know you'll, you'll you'll get nowhere. But rather than think about what you don't have, be grateful what you do have, and getting into the habit of practicing gratitude, even if it's just an internal thing. I'm not sort of I mean yes. You know, good manners are really good. <laughs> you know, um, saying please and thank you—that's really important. Um, and acknowledging and appreciating. So this is externally, but also internally. Just just think about the things you've got. Think about what you have. You know, things like roof over your head, clothes to wear, food to eat, friends to talk to, that kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, there are going to be a lot of other people who haven't got that stuff. And again, this is another truism that some people bandy around about, you know, they're just jealous. Maybe, you know, there's, there's some in inadequacy in their life, but never mind what they think. The other thing is stop, to stop searching for the answers, stop searching for happiness, because like with a lot of other things, you won't actually find it until you stop looking for it. I know that to be true. Um, this sounds quite morbid, but it is one of the basics or the bases of stoicism. Um, again, this is something that having read that book that I then sort of started to read a little bit more about is the, the Greek philosophy of stoicism. Um, Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way, is, is a great kind of treatise on like a modern interpretation of it because obviously this stuff is so old. You know how, uh, if, if you've read anything Shakespeare, how Shakespeare really was so in touch with the human condition and, and he was writing plays that are as relevant now as they were hundreds and hundreds of years ago when he wrote them. Um, uh, these Greek philosophers, um, Marcus Aurelius, um, um, Epictetus, um, these guys are writing stuff that is so kind of to the point still now um, because it is talking about the fundamental thing about the human condition. So the couple of, the real big thing is that it's not these, the obstacle doesn't get in the way of your life, it, it is the way, you know. Um, and when you accept that, not, um, not to wish for a life without problems, but uh, wish for a life that you have problems that you can overcome. And I think that that is, it's, it's, you're defined by the way in which you surmount the obstacles that are put in front of you. Um, and the other, the one, the last thing to remember, a little kind of like a happy note to to leave you on this week is that everyone you know will die. You know, we will all die. That's the only constant is that we know that we will all die at some point. So life is too short is another way of looking at it because the life is too short and we're all going to die so appreciate life for what you have at the moment don't get too caught up in what you don't have um, if you have a problem solve it if you can't do anything about it accept it um, <laughs> that's my thoughts on the matter um, I hope you enjoyed it but then again if you haven't I don't care <laughs> I've been Neil I'll speak to you next week bye